Welcome back to Chocolate Espresso Podcast. I am your co-host, Taneja Aaliyah, or TJ, whichever one floats your fancy. And I am your co-host, Thomas Arnewear. Whatever floats your fancy. And welcome to episode two of Coffee Date. And today, I got a question for you. Okay, what's up? Ooh, I like when you start like that. <laughs> Listen to me. Yeah. Do you think mm-hmm. you can work too hard to stay in a relationship? I got you. You got me? I got you. All right. It's only tough if you're working alone. What does that even mean? Like, I know what it means, but what does that mean? It means that it's only tough if you are the only one putting in the effort and the other person is just like, yeah, it's okay. It's cool. Like, they don't they don't really care. Like, let's, let's say, okay, let's just say, let's just say date nights, right? Because here's the thing, too, right? Uh, when you're in a relationship, you should be dating as much as you dated before you got into that relationship, right? Let's just put that out there because I know a lot of people, once they're in a relationship, oh, I still got to take her on a date. Yes, you do. You have to do the same thing you did to keep, to, to to get her to keep her, and same thing vice versa. You have to do the same thing you did to keep to get him to keep him. Just you know, but 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 but. <laughs> But, but modern times, what did she do to get him? See, here's the thing, right? In her sneaky link. Oh, my God. Or in her actual relationship. In the sneaky link or in the actual relationship. Because in the actual relationship, if they're in an actual relationship and it's not like a friends with benefits, she did something to keep, to get him. What? Even if it, even it, it, it depends on what, Okay. Mm-hmm. Trip over your words. You gotta, you gotta be careful now. No, I, I don't care. Say, say what I want in the comment section. <laughs> I want to say something first, though. God, I want to say something. First. So I feel like that's that's tough, right? Because what is that when you say like you gotta what you did before you became boyfriend and girlfriend? You have to do those same things while being boyfriend and girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. I think what people undermine is like the over. Like the forgotten stuff, right? Like the things that go unappreciative, the things that aren't appreciated, appreciated, whatever. (laughs) Uh, The things that like aren't acknowledged or just ignored after a certain point. Like there's a minimum. Like if you did all of this, like A through I don't know W, Mm -hmm. right? That's a lot. But because you've always done that, it may not be appreciative. Well, you know what? Okay, okay, right. And I guess this is to your point. This makes your point, right? Or, or back up, makes your question. <laughs> um, if it's work, it's it's like it's like a job, right? It's like work, right? People say that statement, the infamous uh, infamous statement. If you work a job where you love or that you love doing it, you'll never work a day in your life, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're with this person and your your end goal, your main goal is the success of your relationship or to make her happy or make him happy, right? You're not working. You're doing it out of the kindness of your heart. You're doing it because you genuinely love that person. You're doing it. Or not even love them. Let's just say you're like one or two months into a relationship, but you're doing it because you, and that's not to say you can't fall in love quickly, but um, you're doing it just genuinely because you want to see that person happy. You love seeing them happy. You know, you love being with them. You love spending time with them. You love adding to their life. And I think that is a huge, a huge nail to hit 
adding to the person's life. Nah. Because I got it. Nah. Let me go ahead. Hold on. Go hold ahead. On. Go ahead. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you, right? Like when you really love somebody and you care about them, you'll go to the ends of the earth for them, right? Okay. It it will be the small things that you'll do for them so much. The problem is, is those small things are so natural, they become underappreciated. And you know that. If you had to do, okay, let me tell you something. If you had to do like three things consistently for your partner, right? And they never said thank like maybe like when you start when you were dating, when you were talking, whatever, they said, Thank you. Oh, that's so cute. They tell their friends, like, this is why I like him, or this is why I love her. Like, oh my God. And then you get into like the dating phase and you're still doing those things. And at some point, let's not pretend like the thank yous stop because now it's an expectation. It's like something that's just going to be done. Yeah, but that's all. It also, right? I feel like, yeah, I also feel like it determ- it's determined by who you're dating because. Are you with someone who doesn't value you? Are you with someone who doesn't appreciate you? Are you with someone who doesn't notice and acknowledge the little things that you do? Because if that's the case, then your point is true. Then that's when that person, the, the, those things will go unnoticed. You won't, the thing that you think you will stop because they're, they're, gosh, why am I stumbling? <laughs> they are expecting it, right? Mm-hmm. But when you are with someone who, is valuing the things that you add to their life, the things you give them, the things you do for them, the th- your your presence, you being there, right? If they value all of that, I don't feel like it would go unnoticed. And even if, like, let's just say you do 10 things, even if the one goes unnoticed, the nine won't, you know? Well, oh, okay. Hear me out. Mm-hmm. I don't think in this, okay, in this situation, it won't go unnoticed, but I think when I say it's going underappreciated, under I cannot speak today. <laughs> you cannot get the word appreciated. Y'all, it's out. currently almost midnight where we're at. <laughs> yeah, so we're wild. Uh, okay, when you, when you do those things and they they know you're doing it, I think you not acknowledging that they're doing it is what makes it seem more like not as appreciative. Like you don't care. I feel like I'm still saying it wrong. Whatever, you get the point. <laughs> Uh, you're doing it, you're doing it, you're doing it, and they're never saying thank you, they're going to start to feel like you don't care. That that's hmm. and I think that's when like that question starts to come like into that's when that question starts to make a lot more sense, right? Like you're doing so much. One person is doing and doing and doing and doing, and yeah. they're realizing like I'm not being acknowledged for it. And it's not- okay, so here's the thing too, right? Mm-hmm. There's a okay. And side note, somebody in the comment comment section is gonna put <laughs> the word appreciated is killing him. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well what I was saying is um at what point, right? Because there is there comes a point in any relationship, not just your relationship romantically, but let's just say a friendship, right? Mm-hmm. Where you are giving into a person and you notice and start to acknowledge that they're not doing the same thing back or they're not appreciating the things that you are doing, at what point in self-respecting yourself, wow. Mm, it's getting both of us. Yep, they're going to get me in a conversation for that Has, too. Hey, in a uh, conversation, <laughs> put go to bed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sit down and go to bed. And turn the cameras <laughs> off. At what point does the self-respect kick in? At what point do you realize, hey, 
I'm doing X, Y, Z. I've been doing X, Y, and Z for so long that this person is either accustomed to it or they're not acknowledging it or, or too, because that's not, that's not to say, or it is to say, are you doing something in a relationship or are you doing something for someone just for them to acknowledge it? You know, when you're in a relationship, especially romantically, there's a lot of things you do that you, if you love that person, truly love them, you're not looking truly for them to acknowledge it. You're just looking for them to benefit off it or appreciate it if you truly love them. And if the relationship is, you know, lucrative or is what it is. Right. Um, but it goes back to saying, like, when you're in that relationship and you are doing those things and you are putting in the work, let's just say if you're both putting in the work, you're not going to feel underappreciated. You know, like I feel like if you are getting something out of the other end of the deal by them, like appreciating you or them. Not you. I don't know. Show, saying, you know what I mean? Yo, put in the comment section. She's tit for tat. She isn't. She won't. She don't. She's not admitting it. She. What do you mean? Like, okay, tit for tat, meaning in a relationship, if I do this, I should be getting this in return. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's Low not key. what I'm saying. But I'm no, just no, no, saying. But like, but, like, though, think about that, though, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so if somebody's doing all of these things and they're not feeling I'm, I'm appreciated. appreciated, I'll say the word for you. Ugh. Just let me know what you're about to say it. <laughs> if you're not feeling appreciated, right? Yeah. That person isn't. In, in the black and white, it's a transition or a transaction for them. Why am I? Oh, my God. It's a transaction for them, right? Because they're doing this and they're not necessarily expecting something, mm -hmm. but they naturally are like, I'm not even being told thank you anymore. Like, do I know you appreciate me doing this? You know? Okay. All right. So let's put it like this, right? Like maybe mm -hmm. let's let's give it some context to it, right? And, and also let's get it a little vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. Let's just say... Okay, three things that you did for me in the beginning of our relationship, right? Or even like when we're dating, right? When I would come here. Um, and then three things that you do for me now, right? Has my level of appreciation changed? Do you, do you feel like the level of appreciation that I have shown from dating to now has changed? Do I still, essentially, do I still say thank you for the things? Yeah. Okay. So, and then vice versa. The things that I do for you, do you still say thank you for the things? Do you still acknowledge the things? Like, at that you can think of. Do you still do? Yeah. Okay. So that's an even exchange, right? Now, Trans here's the thing. Transaction. No, no, no. Here's the thing, right? Okay. So the three things that I do and the three things that you do, right? Mm -hmm. Laid out on the table is there. Right. So now let's just say I stopped doing two of those things and I'm only doing one thing and you're still doing your three. Right. Mm -hmm. So now since you want to call it a transaction, that's an uneven transaction. But but mm -hmm. will you still feel appreciated or will you still do those things if I'm not doing two of the things that I used to do? Or if I stop saying thank you for one of the things that you're doing. So this is where communication needs to be like. Pat. Like there, you know, mm -hmm. like period. Mm -hmm. If you stopped doing 
two of those things, one of those, it really depends, right? But in in the grand scheme of it, if you stop doing something, there needs to be a conversation like what's going on, why? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And depending on what those things might be, depending on your relationship, what are you doing behind my back? What, you know, Mm. it could be what are you doing behind my back and with whom? It could be who's feeding you something to make you think you can just stop doing that. It all depends. On what those things are. Yeah, okay, well, what if it's not any outside influence then? What if it's just genuinely so the person stopped? Okay, that's, that's, I feel like that's tough because I don't, like, in my heart of hearts, I think we are too interconnected for it to not be an outside influence of some sort. Well, you feel me? Like, I do, at the, while at the same time, if you are interconnected, right? And if you guys typically, that means the, the relationship is there, the communication is there, the connection is there, right? If that's truly the thing, if that's truly what's going on, can't nobody get in between y'all. That's not true. Because if we like this, the devil is alive. No, here you go, here you go, right? And mm-hmm. I saw this video. Oh, y'all put it in the conversation because I don't remember who it was. It may have been TD Jakes. But I don't really remember who it was, right? And he was like, if it's if the relationship was one-sided, and let's just say they're holding hands, right? Can you see me holding? Okay. I'm holding hands with somebody, right? But we're uh, I'm holding my hand straight out, and they're holding their hand bent, right? I got to be descriptive for the people who are listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they're holding their hand bent, right? And let's just say if their hand that's bent falls, my hand's going to fall as well. Right. Because there's we're not equally yoked anymore. And then let's just say the same way, vice versa. Our hands are like my hand is straight out and their hand is up trying to be up high. Right. And my hand falls. We're going to, you know, there's, you know, yeah. And, and the, the hand falling is described by there's someone coming in between you. Right. But if both of our hands are interlocked and up and we're both like, you know, let's just say your arm arm. I can't describe this. <laughs> like your, I get the premise. Your of it. arm and arm, right? Yeah. Can't nobody come in between that. If y'all are, if y'all, if we, what what the guy say? If we locked in, ain't no switching up. You know what though? Okay, I'm again. So the first, these first, this first season. <laughs> if y'all seen the first episode of Coffee Date? Y'all know I'm I'm solidifying some some stuff. On my side, all right. I'm 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 planting seeds, and y'all gonna watch this thing manifest into some big, beautiful big trees. All right, Adios. listen to me. I I'm a strong believer in we are like we're we're too confused, right? We're I think a lot of people are lost, right? I'm 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 pretty. I know where I'm going. I got a map and I got a compass. Ooh, you I'm there with a plan. Uh, you know, so I, I got I, I I know right, but I also understand like other people's flaws. I understand other people's like you know struggles yeah. in their trials. Mm-hmm. I get that. So I think it's not hard, especially today. Like look at look at the the dating apps today. Mm-hmm. We're like women today have access to millions of men in a like that. He like, snapped his fingers like, by the way. Like that. <laughs> it, it's clicks. It's a swipe. It's a, it's a simple little body movement, and you got access to so many people. Yeah. So it's real easy to, like, have that mindset without necessarily knowing you have that mindset. Like, okay, you don't have everything I'm looking for. I can go swipe again, or I can just go walk down the block and say, hey, come at me if you want with a sign. And you might have some prospects, but let's be real. Those prospects ain't going to be nothing special. But they're there. Right. It's mm-hmm. easy to jump from relationship to relationship to relationship. And especially for a woman, you got the looks. It won't be that hard to find somebody to come and say, hey, give me a shot. Yeah, but 
And and as a man, you would I know you would know this and you think this too, but like, okay, come at you with a shop for what? Because is is what they're coming at you with going to be worth it? Right? Mm-hmm. You're you got the looks, but when you open your mouth, what's coming out? What are you saying? It depends on It's who's... one of those things that I love that trend. Oh, I mm-hmm. love that trend that started on um um TikTok a while back when the person was like, Yeah, you fine, but can you pray? Oh, that's so powerful to me. That is so strong. I love, I, I, yeah, you fine, but what are you talking about? Right. You know what, though? It, that also goes into, okay, so somebody's knocking at your door saying, let me in. But do you really want this person in your home? Okay. Right? Same thing. You know, the guy's response, can you pray? Right? Mm-hmm. My response being, I don't care how pretty you are. Right? One, I need to be attracted to you. That's first and foremost to me. Yeah. I'm, I have no shame in the, in the game of admitting if I don't find you attractive, I'm not talking to you like that. You can open your mouth and I can find what you say attractive, but we're just going to be friends. I need both the physical and the mental attraction for me. So it's going to start with the, with the physical because I see you. I'm not blind. Yeah. Right? So that needs to be there. And then when you open your mouth and you start talking, I need to be attracted to that. And I'm going to ask all, I mean, ask her. All the, I asked her so many <laughs> questions. I'm thinking right back on her. Bro, I felt like I was, y'all see how dark it is in this room and it's just light that's flashing at, that, you know, just light that's on us. It felt like interrogation style, right? Mm-hmm. That's what that felt like. It was, nah. Now listen, <laughs> there, there's, there's a way of doing it other than how I did it, but I was tired. I was tired of asking similar questions to people who didn't have answers because they didn't think about it. Yeah. It wasn't a concern for them. I got a job. I got a career. I got a path. I got a journey. I got a map with a compass. Okay. I'm not getting sidetracked for any old body. Right. Even if I'm getting sidetracked, guess what? If I got to go east, I'm going northeast. I'm still going forward. I still got to go where I need to go. That being said, this should be the same thing for a woman looking at a man. Mm-hmm. Just because you have so many options doesn't mean you need to roll it back a little bit and start asking questions, right? Putting people in certain situations. I'm not saying test their faith and all this other stuff. I'm saying like, okay, what would you do if I wanted you to like meet my dad? Like what what would be some of the conversations you'll have with him one-on-one? You know what too, right? And Mm -hmm. I think we saw this video a while back, right? Um, Something as simple as, and it's crazy that you have to even entertain this idea in this day and age, right? But it's in this day and age where you do have to uh, uh, entertain this idea. Um, We saw the video a while back and we were just like, in the dating phase, I feel like y'all should start asking this question. Just one, it's a small question, but I take you to meet my parents for the first time. What you wearing? Mm-hmm. Because the answer to that question, vice versa, like you know, can get can get real. Like that's your that's your cue. Are you exiting stage left or what are we doing? Because here's the thing, right? If she's if if y'all are wearing. The tight, scrimpy, like, you know, if there's nothing left to the imagination, if your parents, if my parents might want to do what I want to do to you <laughs> from <laughs> what you're wearing, like, granted, that shouldn't happen. But if that's the case, what are we doing? My, you know? But the thing I'm is not too, bringing you around my parents if that's the case. Right. The thing is, too, as like a man, like, I couldn't imagine ever dating a woman, being with a woman, being married to a woman, and being around their parents with my pa- my pants sagging. But my butt out, like that isn't. How do you look like a fool? 
again, you what, what was the term we used in episode one? A court jest? A court jester. A court jester. You a clown. You a fool. I'm calling you out. Like, I don't, I don't understand why you want, wouldn't want to be presentable, right? And the other thing, too, is, like, best case scenario, you're in a committed relationship, long-term relationship, and a marriage, and you got kids. Wouldn't you want to be the best example of what your children should be? Here's the thing, right? People show yeah. up to job interviews that way. Pro- then you don't deserve the job. <laughs> People show up to job interviews that mm-hmm. way. So what are we really saying about meeting the parents? You know? They don't take life seriously. Like, I don't, I, I refuse to believe, and maybe one day somebody can maybe try to convince me even further, but I refuse to believe you take life seriously if you look a certain way, act a certain way, dress a certain way, uh, hang around parents of other people a certain way. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't understand it. You're not, you're living life on, on easy mode and it's deplorable uh, by all means, if I'm being honest with you, easy mode is not easy at all. So, (laughs) I mean, but that being said, like, okay, so you did all of this, you're living your life a certain way, you're acting a certain way. Mm -hmm. How am I to expect that you're going to be in a relationship a certain way? How am I to expect that you're going to take it seriously? If you didn't even ask the right questions when you were talking to this person, so now you're in this relationship and you putting all this energy forth, it's kind of like the guy that goes on 10 dates and then doesn't get what he wants on the 10th date, if you catch my drift, like that video I showed you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like, okay, dude, but did you ask the right questions? Yeah, right. Did you ask the right questions on the first five? Mm Mm-hmm. And what were the what, what were the responses that you got? Because the thing is, too, I feel like a lot of people like to hear themselves hear themselves talk, but they're not listening to the response. And they'll ask questions, but they're only asking questions so they can give you another question or respond. Mm-hmm. They're not asking questions to actually listen to what you're saying, you as know, in what you're saying is lucrative. <laughs> <laughs> what what blew me away too about like this question. I think Mm -hmm. you really could be in a relationship and really, like, I think you could, there's an extreme, I'm going to say this a few times, there's an extremely thin line. Between love and hate? No. (laughs) Yes, but no. There's (laughs) there's an extremely thin line. You're going to hear me say this sometimes. I'm not going to say often, I'm not going to say rare, you know. You're going to hear me say this. hear you say it. But there, there is an extremely thin line on this because you can be in a relationship and you're supposed to give it your all. It's like, well, remember what I told you? When we're in a relationship, are you going to get 50%, 20%, 100%? Mm-hmm. No, it's 100%, 100%. Your 50% is 100%. My 50% is 100%, right? And when you're slacking, and I see that, I'm supposed to speak up. I'm supposed to talk about it. I'm supposed to communicate, right? You're not changing. Now, not hold doing on, anything. hold on. There's a problem. That's not to say... Right? Because here's the thing. Here's what y'all will do. Y'all will take that and run with it like it's king. It's not to say that if a person at the moment can't give you that 100%. It's not to say that that person at the moment is giving you 75 If 75 is all they have in their cup to give. That's 100%. Because here's the thing too, right? Y'all will take that and run with it and take advantage of somebody's 100%. Now, the thing is, right, and this goes, this kind of ties in with the question. If you're given 100% and the person is taking, 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 at what point, point, mm-hmm. what? At some point, not even what point, at some point, because this will happen, at some point of you giving 100%, 100%, and no one, the person isn't feeding back into you, somebody's cup will be empty. 
they won't have 100% to give to you mm-hmm. anymore. And if you're take, 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 taking, and you don't have you don't have a hundred percent to give to yourself. You can't give, and you can't give. If I ain't got nothing, I can't give to you nothing. Like I'm, I like that's like let's just let's just be honest. If I don't have anything for self, if I'm not doing good, how can you give? How can you give somebody what you don't have? And at the same time, if you don't have it to give, what you do give. The little bit of you that you do spread thin and spread out to the other person, that'll be the dreads. That'll be that your 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 bottle of water that you drink all of, mm. that little bit that that won't come out until you you know really do something with it. That's what you're giving that person. Who wants that? Right, but that also goes into what do you do? What do you you can love somebody so much and gave so much that you don't want to walk away. You know what I'm saying? So you can, you're going to be stuck in this cycle where you're still giving and giving and giving. And they're taking and taking and taking. And that, that also goes in. And this is why I said, like, I understand people's trials and issues, right? I think you could be in a relationship and just be at a really low point and not know you're at a low point. Mm-hmm. I think you can be in a relationship. I, let me rephrase that. You could be yourself in this situation and be at a low and not know you're at a low. Well, at that point. It's up to the person that you're with (laughs) to kind of notice that. Take notice to you being at your low, at a low point, and say something about it. Because if the goal is not for you guys to build each other up, then what are you doing? Right? You're just going to stay stagnant. And a stagnant, I don't know if y'all really realize this, a stagnant individual in a stagnant relationship or two stagnant individuals ain't going nowhere. Like, you have no mindset, you have no plan, you have no goals, you have nothing. You're not doing anything. You're on, you're you're going to stay stagnant. That's, that's where y'all are. Y'all going to be in that cardboard box outside your mama house forever. <laughs> like, uh-uh. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. But what do you, what do you do in that situation? Right? Like, okay, if you're both stagnant, mm-hmm. if you're both stagnant, how do you know you're stagnant? Because you're not worried about being stagnant. You worry about everything else. You got all this other stuff going on in your head and your life, mm-hmm. right? You ain't got a job. You just lost your job. Or the job you got ain't paying enough. Mm-hmm. And you with somebody who's in the same situation. You're not thinking about, oh, we're stagnant. You're thinking about, how am I going to pay my phone bill? How am I going to get this next whatever? Yeah, but that, that indefinition, that problem and definition is very much stagnant. But you have to be in the mental state to understand that. No, you're, you're in the mental state to understand that you can't make a phone call because your cell phone's off. You're in the mental state <laughs> to understand that you can't, you don't have gas in your car. You're in the mental state to understand that you just lost your job and you don't see yourself getting a new one. You're not even looking. You're, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's, let's not pretend that the people who are, what did I say last episode? The Lulu. Let's not pretend that those people don't know that they're Lulu. And the people who don't know that, let's not pretend that there's not people around you that's saying that to you. Like, I have a friend. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Before you... Go, go ahead. ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Tell, tell us about your friend. Because <laughs> I, got, I got a response to that. I think you know who I'm talking about, too. I have an associate who is the Lulu. True, true and through. 
everyone has been telling this person for, I would say it's been about two or three years now, that get it together. Like, bro, get it together, right? And that person's like, they know. They know. Mm -hmm. They know because everyone said it to them. And they know because they, they have put themselves, they have actively put themselves outside of their situation. They have made themselves the person from the outside looking in and determined the problem. They have pinpointed the problem. At the same time, they're still in the situation and they have now begun to alienate themselves from other people who are telling them what the situation is, who are actively telling them, this is no good for you. You have to put up the barriers to protect your illusion. I don't want to continue here. Let, let me tell you something. Ugh. Let me let me let me let me let me drop some facts on y'all. Go ahead, tell me. All right, this is the thing, right? Mm -hmm. I think people today, mm -hmm. it's really difficult for them to have the mental capacity because they're not aware of it. And when they become aware of it, and someone tells them about themselves, it's easier to put up those walls to protect that illusion because that's safe for them, right? When people talk, when when the when we first heard about safe spaces, <laughs> right? Them safe spaces, I'm calling y'all out. Safe spaces is exactly what some of these people are really in. I don't want to continue to hear what I'm doing wrong. I want to put myself in the safe space where I can continue to do wrong mm. in peace, mm -hmm. right? Why would I work on myself when I can just continue to do what I've been doing? I don't gain anything from working on myself. I'm, I'm perfectly fine. What? It's just like those people who are on the internet right now crying on TikTok and on YouTube complaining about how, and it's so funny, read between the lines. And, and it's funny because you don't even have to read between the lines. They'll tell you exactly what they did wrong and refuse to believe that because they because of what they did wrong, that that's exactly why wrong has happened to them. Hmm. Right? Like that video about the girl that was like, I'm emotionally unstable. I know I blow up <laughs> and I love my man because he used to talk me down and keep me calm and he was faithful and all this other stuff. And all of a sudden he got a, an introduced to red pill content. And now all of a sudden he's talking down to me like I'm a little kid and I'm not like those other girls and that, and you know, I'm not, I don't sell myself. I don't do the UK. So you, he, even if it's the red pill content, let's exclude that for two seconds. The fact that you acknowledge the fact that you're emotionally unstable and you done nothing truly to fix that. You don't think that that had more to do with why he probably even went in that direction than the red pill content. And it's probably good. And you know, it's funny because as a man, I'm telling you, if that man was as patient as she made him sound like he was, and he probably was the fact that he was that patient. I know I've been in his situation. I'm telling you right now, that man probably tried to help you, but he, you know what too, at what point and this ties back into the question at what point does a person genuinely just open their eyes and like, I'm giving all my all I'm mm -hmm. giving you this. I'm doing this for you. I'm being as patient. I'm being as I'm talking you down off the ledge. I'm, and I'm doing this consistent. At what point do you like, you don't want to do this for yourself. You don't want to talk yourself down off the ledge. You don't want to make sure that you can't, that you don't have to talk yourself down off the ledge and nobody like, at what point do you become independent enough to, that cut the nonsense that ties into a situation where you have to be self-aware confident in yourself mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. you have to know okay i can use me as a best example i personally gave somebody over a year i've known about a particular issue with this person mm -hmm. for years mm -hmm. and i was like okay 
I want to do something about this. I want to change this. So I invested like six months into trying to figure out, okay, how can I do this, this, and this, and this, blah, 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 blah. I made it known. I had conversations. I spoke with her. And then I was like, I'll give it one more year. I mentally told myself, I'm going to give it one more year. I'm going to go full in on, on this, right? It got so bad. And, it, and it's not like I was like, you got to do that. Like, no, I didn't talk to her. I knew exactly how to speak with her. I knew exactly what worked with her, right? Mm-hmm. And she got, it got to the point where she's like, I will grow up when I'm ready to grow up. Imagine being told that. Imagine caring about somebody so much that you go through all this effort and they look you in your face and basically tell you to F off. Yeah. It's like, okay, that to me was the sign of I need to go because why should I wait? Why do I have to wait for you to like you should have this taken care of or you should trust me enough to let me help you through that process. But you got to want to do that for yourself. That's the key. And then the other girl's case where she's talking about how she's emotionally blowing up and all sort of stuff. The reason why. That man left wasn't because of the red pill content. It's because he realized that you didn't want to do anything about it. You were perfectly fine blowing up and being being emotional. Every It's one thing to be an emotional person and let certain things affect you because you could just naturally be that way. It's a whole other thing when you letting things blow up. When you yelling and you you really going through it, you, it's like. You know the difference. Ladies, you, know what, you especially know the difference. You know what, though? Let me say something real quick. Let me say something real quick, right? Because here's the thing, right? And those of you who know that video that we're talking about and watch that video and actively feel for her, those of you who was in her comment section egging her on, letting her know, oh, yeah, you're okay, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I, don't come in our comment section. Because here's the thing, right? You're just as the Lulu as she is, and I'll point it out to you in the comment section mm-hmm. or right now. Don't come in our car. Don't don't do that. Uh, <laughs> we we want y'all. We love y'all. We want y'all to like, comment, subscribe, share, do all the things. But be real, right? Don't come in the comment section with the delusion. Seriously, what what do you gain? I, again, this first this first season. This I'm, first I'm, season. I'm laying. I'm planting some seeds in y'all. Listen, let me <laughs> tell you something. I will never ever agree with somebody. Not to say you can't bring bring in our bring the conversation or bring the argument to the table. I, I love the debate. I, I can't agree with you when it comes to you being an adult and not fixing your issues that you've had as a child. And, the, and this is why I say it's called healing your inner child. Healing the inner child. Listen to me. The fact that she knew as an adult exactly what her problem was and she did nothing to fix it goes to show that it, there's a there's a theory that I will forever stand on. As a child, you can have all the trauma in the world. And it could be completely like you didn't do anything wrong, but you were born and things happen to you. So now you have these issues. And why I think my theory stems from as an adult, you recognize those issues. I think it's rare when you have a grown adult past the age of 25 that can't tell you what's wrong with them. Hmm. I think you do know what's wrong with you. I think you do a lot. Of, I think a lot of people do a lot of self-reflection. I think they look in the mirror. All this, Don't tell me as a, ooh, I spit a little bit. Don't tell me. <laughs> That you ain't in the mirror fixing your hair, ain't thinking to yourself, and ain't critiquing yourself. I might be crazy. You know what? Like, <laughs> you in the mirror. You know I it. might be crazy. You, you know it. <laughs> this is why I'm like, there ain't, I, I refuse to believe, right? A 25-year-old doesn't know at least 60% of things that are wrong with them. And at some point, somebody then told them right. about themselves. Right. So as an adult, it's your responsibility to fix that. Mm-hmm. And you know how I know that to be the case? Because what do you hear? A parent. 
a, a real parent, not these children having children, not these single parents. No, a parent will always say, I want to give my children a better life than what I had yeah. when I was their age. Yep. Which means that that person, mm. you hear it, it's, it's, it's engraved in the culture of parenting. And they're not just talking about, about finances. It. They're not just talking about where you mm-hmm. live. They're not just talking about, oh, I, wanna, I don't want my kid to be driving a hoopty. They're talking about mentally and emotionally. I want my kid to have a better life than what I I don't want them to have to worry about, think about, deal with. I don't want them to go through the trauma that I went through. When, when you were a kid and you got hit, beat, yelled at, and you were stomping up the stairs... I'll never do that to my kid. How dare she do it? Okay, so you knew as a kid what you didn't want to do. You knew exactly what you wanted to do different. And then you rinse and repeat that same crap to your own children? Now, let's be honest. Think some of y'all it. some of y'all may have needed to be. Some of y'all needed a whoop. Jesus, on. please save me. <laughs> some of y'all needed to be, you know. Yelled at all the other stuff. Listen, though. You know what, though? Side note, right? Mm-hmm. Side note. Because you can always spot a person who's never had a butt whooping. Yeah. <laughs> You can always spot a person who's never. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, but <laughs> but let that let this let the seed. I'm covering the dirt right now. I'm, I'm gonna get the. Let me grab the. You gonna water in a second? I'm about to water. Listen, okay. listen to me. As an adult, you have a responsibility as an adult to do better. You have a responsibility to fix these issues. You yeah. are aware of most, not half, most of your issues. Yes, you've been told what your issues are. You either have an idea of what your issues are, you've been told what your issues are, there are resources available. Oh, I can't afford, there are sliding scale therapists. Try again. There are some therapists that will do it for free. They're just looking for clout. Hmm. You got help from friends and family that will say, hey, you can go to your friend and say, girl, when I'm doing this, can you just tell me? Mm-hmm. You know, there are things you can do. Google's free. Google, I'm not saying Google's an all, do all, end all, fix all. No, I'm saying, Google a therapist on a sliding scale and get your get your mind together. Get your act together. You're an adult. So this is why I feel like as an adult, you have to be able to recognize. I mean, it's not hard to even just look up. What are some good dating practices? Some people, and bless your heart, don't take this the wrong way. Me? Yeah. Okay. It's not really about you, though. Mm-hmm. But I don't want you to <laughs> let this thing in. There are some people who go on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, and they'll send their spouse all kinds of videos about mm. how they want their relationship to be. And it's, but it's like, okay, but are you really going to implement any of these things in your relationship? Hmm. Are you going to put that that effort forward? And the thing is, and I told I told you this before too. It's like, okay, that's cute, but is that going to work for us? What worked for them may not work for us. Yeah. And you also, and then the, the truth of the matter is, we never know the backstory behind it. Mm-hmm. How long did this take for them to even get there? For them to recognize that this is a fix for what's going on with them? Bay. But it doesn't take long for you to put as much energy into a person as they're putting into you. Mm-hmm. Back to the question. You know? Doesn't take yeah. that long. Doesn't take that long for you to give them half, give them a step. Mm-hmm. You take one step, I take another step. Let me tell y'all, I'm going to close this down a little bit. I'm, pl- I'm planting the seeds. I'm going to close it down. Like, let me tell you something. What are, what are the fir- I'm going to give you one of the best healthy steps, especially as a man. And even for women, this is really about women, but more for men, but about women, and it works both ways. If I shoot you a text message, and unless, unless you tell me, like, like when we met, you were flight attending, right? So to be fair, to be fair, if I shot her a text message at, like, I don't know, 9 a.m., she could be on an airplane somewhere 10,000 miles above the ground. That's a lie. But you get the point. 
She could be way up there. She can't respond to that text message. And I might not get a response for another hour to two hours. You never know when she's taking off. She could be pre-boarding, all this other stuff. She can't respond. If I'm dating somebody who works in an office, I'm going to call. If you don't respond to me for five hours, I'm calling Kat. You ain't serious. I'm not wasting my time. No, you ain't. But every day, every day, every day, on the weekend, they you can't ain't text at work. There are single moms right now that would just be itching to have somebody even call them. They can't text at work. I ain't trying to hear that. They can't text at work. They got a camera facing them, especially if they no. like the like the work from I ain't home jobs. First they... of all, if you're working for a company that got a camera on you 24-7, quit that job. Oh, my God. Everybody walk out right now. Uncle Sam going to pay your checks for a little bit, but I'm telling you right now, Ugh. quit. Set a president, precedence for whatever the situation is. Now, let me tell you something. It's about the signs. I do that kind of job now. Anyway, <laughs> it's about the signs, though. Like, to the core of what it is, it's about the signs, right? If I'm texting you and not responding, I'm, I'm, not, I'm done. I'm done. I've been there. I, listen, I have no problem saying I was a simp one day, so I, I get it. But... And I, more on that later as episodes go on. But <laughs> if, if I'm if I'm texting you, not responding, I'm done. Be done. Time is time is of the essence. Essence. If I plan a date with you and you don't show up on time, I'm done. I'm not, not wasting my time. Not he was a simp. I was a simp. He's still a simp. We simp for each other. I don't simp for you. Okay. And then last yeah. but not least on this. <laughs> last but not least on this one. Um, Gosh. Straight up, straight up, listen to what they're saying. If it's a lot of me, 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 I, I, I's, and not this is what I think would work for us or what I would think would really work for the relationship or things I'm looking for without a hat. If it isn't things that are collab about a relationship, what's the point? What's the point? That's a very selfish individual. So you get what I'm saying. You gonna wrap it up for us? No, I wrapped the last one up. You gonna wrap them all up? <sighs> or did you wrap the last one up? You wrapped the last one up. Um. Okay, say something and then throw it back. Oh my god, I was I was talking last, so it's not gonna work. What was the last thing you said? If, uh, if she's late on a date, then back out. But you know what though, you know what though, I get that, I get that, I I I I can see your point of view, you know, and it it works. It works. Think about it for two <laughs> seconds though. If you if you already before we even went on a first date, yeah. You know, even if it's a second date, whatever, if you already showing me we're not even boyfriend, girlfriend, exactly how much energy you're willing to put into this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like people show you people show you who they are. People show you who they are. They show you their true colors, you know, mm -hmm. without trying. Um, and the thing is, it, it, it does take more work for you to cover up who you are mm -hmm. than it does for you to just show who you are. Everybody got Let that more person than one mask. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. Yeah. I ain't working on it. I'm just saying, don't give me the BS mask right off the bat. <laughs> I, that, that's, I mean, if that's the only mask you got, thank you for showing me. Right. <laughs> you know. Let's you know what you're getting into. We all know, you know, relationships are going to slow down a little bit after a little while. No, nothing wrong with that. I, I, you know, honeymoon phase is what it was called for a reason. Yeah. I'm just saying, 
peep game. It's it's been one date, not even two dates, three dates max, and you're already doing this. That you that's how you know you're gonna be putting in so much effort into a relationship. And I'll leave you on this note. I don't care if I if I'm on a date with a, girl, a lady, which I don't have to do anymore. But if I was on a date with a lady and she was telling me I had to go through X, Y, and Z, and now I'm just kind of like. If I if I'm getting vibes of I'm I'm trying to find a good man, mm-hmm. I'm not saving you. I'm not saving you. It sounds. What do you mean? Bad. I'm trying to find a good man. I'm trying to find a good or man. I'm, I'm trying, trying to settle to, down. I'm trying to find someone who save to save me. If I, if she tells me I'm trying to settle down, I'm mm-hmm. trying to you know that that just goes like okay, what were you doing prior? Why why weren't why weren't you settling down in the first place? Mm. You should have never. What are you settling down from? Where okay. you were journey and what part of your life in journey? Where did I meet you in on your that journey? Aspect, I could see in that aspect, I could see what you're saying. You got what that? Are you, what are you trying to settle down from? Who are you running from? I get that. You know, like I don't know. I, all in all, I feel like yes, you should be putting in the same effort both ways. Um, is it more work? It's not really more work per se, but. Even married people will tell you, you have to put in work. It's hard work. Relationships are hard work. But it makes it worth it, and it doesn't feel like you're, it's not, okay, it's not hard labor. It's hard work, but it's not hard labor. It's not, it's not extreme advanced brain surgery. When you're with someone, when you're with the right person, when you're with your parapetai. Parapetai. Yeah. It's not hard work. It's not, you're not on a, a <laughs> you're not building a skyscraper, you know, to be in a relationship. Unless you're building that skyscraper together. Making a home home. Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're working that construction job together. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Unless you're bobbing by being the builder, <laughs> you know, putting yeah. those building blocks down together. I feel like episode I feel like episode three might just be us talking about like signs at the beginning of a relationship or something. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I really want to get more into the the knitting greedy of like, you know, if I'm on a first date and she's complaining about her job a lot, I'd be like, that's a red flag. That's a red flag. Only be, maybe we call episode three red flags. I don't know. What? And talk about all the red flags? Yeah. Or maybe we'll talk about it more on the Americano segment of Chocolate Espresso Podcast. We can do both. We can do both. We can do both. So listen, 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 guys. Mm-hmm. Listen. Right? That's what we'll do. We'll do our research. We're going to come back to you guys. We're going to talk to you guys more. Because, uh, yeah, this is our new thing. And I'm liking it. I'm loving it. You like it? I'm loving it. Yeah. Don't sue me, McDonald's. Oh God. I'm trying to go to the moon with nerdy. <laughs> yes. You know what? Check that interview out, guys. It was great with uh uh it was a great great time. You don't I even was, know I was, you don't even remember that. It was an amazing I, interview with nerdy. Social <laughs> media is nerdy rocks, okay? That's N-U-R dash D. Check him out. We're trying to go to space, and he's trying to be the first guy in space to have a performance. So, you know, let's make it happen. You know, hit up my cash down. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, we thank you so much. We truly, truly, truly appreciate you for watching this video. And, yeah, we're going to keep making these uh, videos for you guys. We're going to keep coming up with content. Actually, actually, we want 
and I'll say this, I can say this, right? Yeah. We want you guys to participate, you know, participate in the conversation. If you have any um, conversations that you want us to start to talk about and touch on, uh, whether it be uh, on the coffee date segment of the show or if you, if you want it to be just a chocolate espresso conversation type thing, let us know. Put it down in the comment section. Like, comment, share the video. Get involved. And we'll see you on the next one.